I would say the lair. Oof, you know, as, as, before few... this, I'd never fight a gun. Yeah, quite um, a few cuts wow. of bruises. I mean, you were yeah. constantly like falling, running, jumping, diving, you know, yeah. hanging off things, Definitely fighting things. Push yeah. my, yeah, push me to my limits. So yeah, I never fired a gun before. Then I'm one minute, I'm like firing an AK-47, so. Today we are joined with director Neil Marshall and actress Charlotte Kirk to talk about their latest movie, The Lair. We got to catch The Lair at the Toronto After Dark Film Festival and that was one of our favorite movies of the week. And also The Lair is in theaters all across America today. It was so fun to have a chat with these two um, beyond talking about their latest film, I've been a fan of a lot of Neil's work. He's directed one of my favorite horror movies, The Descent, in episodes of mega iconic series such as Game of Thrones, Lost in Space, and Charlotte starred in one of his latest movies, The Reckoning. She's appeared in Ocean's 8, and is also playing Nicole Brown Simpson in the latest O.J. Simpson movie. There was so much to talk about with these two. And we compacted it in such a short time. I absolutely love this episode and appreciate them taking the time to talk to me. This one is so fun and we're going to get right into it right now. Hi, how are you? Great. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Good, Very good. good. Thank how are you? you? Oh, fantastic. This is awesome. I was expecting Neil. Now I also got Charlotte. Like, this is great. It's not often oh. that uh, I have a segment with a power couple, you know? So this oh. is exciting for me because uh, even like kind of <laughs> had questions that combined both of you, which is, this is perfect. I'm so happy right now. Right. I, I always wanted to be a power couple. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, so how has your day been? Uh, you guys been doing a lot of media today? We have yes. actually, yeah. It's uh, past because because it's mostly with the US. So um, it's was it eight o'clock in the evening for us? So yeah, we've been going since four o'clock, something like that. Five o'clock, anyway. But yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's exciting. Friday's a big release, so mm -hmm. yeah. And like you mentioned, this Friday it's going to be in the theaters across the US. The the layer, as I mentioned in my intro, that you guys didn't hear, but also um, I got to see it a bit early in Canada at uh, Toronto After Dark. How was that screening? You're the first person we've spoken to who was there. Oh, amazing. Like, it was just such a fun movie, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah, like, um, in the past, I've, I've been a fan of your work as well, too. And like, I just totally enjoyed this film uh, front to back and everything right. like that. Yeah, yeah it went really it, well. Uh, I heard it was a full house. So that's that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And even like, um, that's such a good like little fest to uh, put your film into. There's always a lot of buzz around the city. And yeah. even I notice um, people go check out all the films like uh, that they're not even familiar with too. So uh, it's mm. just like such a, a good vibe of people just marathoning like good horror movies and everything. Excellent. Excellent. I'm so pleased. Yeah, yeah. And even like, uh, I kind of want to go back to maybe the inception of this film because um like I mentioned, you guys are the power couple. You <laughs> directed and uh, Charlotte, like beyond like starring in it as well. You also was like a co-writer, a producer, everything. And I kind of want to know like the beginning of seed of how this came happened. Did you just wake up one day and were you like, hey, babe, I want you, I want you to kill some monsters in the next <laughs> one? Or, like, like what? How, how does this start? <laughs> 
I think maybe there was a little bit of that in it actually because after yeah. after we did the reckoning, it was kind of like next time let's have a bit more fun, let's do something that's a bit more action packed. Yeah, you know, a bit more gory, maybe some monsters, and you know, shoot some guns and stuff like that. And we ended up kind of throwing all, all of that into the mix. Um, so yeah, I mean, it originated where we were in LA uh, during one of the many lockdowns, the COVID lockdowns, and. Uh, had this notion of doing something that was kind of like ultra low budget, minimal cast, minimal crew, kind of semi you know, like COVID as COVID friendly as possible and started knocking around some ideas and it just blew up into something way more ambitious. He can't do low budget. <laughs> yeah. Any, anytime I try to write something small, it ends up being, you know, suddenly Massive. it was like alien spacecraft and Russians and, and in <laughs> Afghanistan and suddenly like came into this way more ambitious thing. But, uh, but then we just pursued it and people got really interested in it uh, and wanted to make it. So it was great. It all happened oh, that, quite quickly. That's exciting. Yeah. So you mentioned you did make this over COVID as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We, so we, we wrote it during kind of COVID lockdown and then we made it in Budapest uh when covid was happening we were being tested every day but thankfully nobody nobody came down with it um so yes it was interesting shooting (laughs) shooting under those conditions yeah i can imagine and uh like you mentioned like maybe the idea started as low budget and then it snowballed into this bigger thing because like as i watched it i'm like holy shit this movie's like non-stop action from like jet fighters fighting and then yeah. all of a sudden like there's a bunker with monsters and everything and <laughs> as fun as i'm having i can imagine like that like as a filmmaker could be frustrating and challenging at times to take these ideas and then just bring them to life. Like I can't even imagine that process. Well, oh, yeah. it is, it's frustrating. It's challenging. It's, it's difficult, but uh, as you said, we've only got ourselves to blame. So, <laughs> so. yeah. But I would it, say it was the funnest movie we've shot though. Like I, I, I've shot, I think the, the cast were amazing. It was a ensemble ensemble piece. It was, everyone was collaborating with each other it was just fun and I think that really translates on the screen that it, we just had fun shooting it it was a fun ride it was a fun script and it's a fun movie <laughs> yeah you got to fight with monsters shoot guns you yeah know, all this kind of stuff it was uh it was an adventure it really was yeah definitely it, it totally checks all the boxes and uh one thing I appreciated about it too was uh kind of the campiness of the dialogue and stuff it kind of reminded me of like the old action movies I used to grow up watching in the 90s where they'd have like a kill scene and then like Arnold would say like a one-liner and stuff like that I I just felt like that was so charming and must have been so Uh, fun to write that it was and I you know I very much wanted to make sort of like a quality B movie like because some of of my all-time favorite movies are we consider to be quality B B movies I mean even like Predator is a great quality B movie um and and those kind of movies from the 80s as you say it's like practical effects you know cool characters great one-liners um and you don't see an awful lot of that these days um everything starts to take itself way too seriously and i wanted to do something that was way more kind of tongue-in-cheek you know yeah it was it's also like um refreshing to uh kind of see that in the mix of all the horror i've been watching this week as i've been trying to keep up with the full festival and even it was funny because i felt like my brain had to adjust just a little bit to like the funness of it because yeah. i'm watching like some serious shit and even at the that one character with the the eye patch at first yeah. it's like his first couple lines i'm like oh this guy's kind of annoying but the more he kept talking the more i'm just like 
No, I think I love this guy. You know, I I get it. It's he's supposed <laughs> to be like this this kind of like douchey like macho dude. Totally. I said the only thing you, that he's missing really is a big stogie like sit, yeah. sticking out of his mask. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. Question for you, Charlotte, too. Like, this is was like such a physical role from just again shooting guns. I don't know if you're actually in a plane <laughs> during that intro scene. I would or say yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, planes, parachutes, the works. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it was man. such a such a demanding, like physically role. Physically, you know, everything <clears throat> was so physical. Um, my most demanding role physically yet, a hundred percent. My previous role in the reckoning that was more that was very emotional, emotionally very demanding and challenging. But I would say the lair. Oof, you know, as, as, before few... this, I'd never fired a gun. Yeah, quite a few um, cuts wow. and bruises. I mean, you were yeah. constantly like falling, running, jumping, diving, you know, yeah. hanging off things, Definitely fighting things. Push yeah. my, yeah, push me to my limits. So, yeah, <laughs> I never fired a gun before. Then I'm one minute, I'm like firing an AK 47. So <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So, like, when you took your first shot of the gun, how did it feel? Did you like it or were you like, oh, I'm scared oh, and nervous? Or... <laughs> no, I liked it. The only yeah. problem is I can't help but blink. It's yeah. so annoying. I'm like, just don't blink. Just look cool. And now I blink. I'm like, oh, damn it. So I'm okay, trying every, to practice every, that. Everybody blinks. I'm sure everybody blinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the film we just we just finished, that was a lot of firing as well. So I'm kind of used to it now. But again, I'm still blinking. So I have to work on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, again, that's something um you don't think about as like somebody watching a movie too. Because like, yeah, you're going to fire something, a loud sound, you're automatic yeah. reaction is like a blink or even jumping but yeah. then like you see all these movies where they make it like look so easy like just badass chick with firing yeah. machine guns or whatever and it's just like again like that's something i don't think about like just the blinking and like you probably got to look in the camera and look cool yeah i think yeah. I, th I think that's why the terminator wears sunglasses all the time so that <laughs> yeah. i can blink while he's firing machine guns and nobody knows yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a cheat but, but yeah next one you got to put sunglasses on her <laughs> but actually you just mentioned uh there's another one i was scrolling through your id dmb and it's uh it's called the duchess is, am i yeah, correct yeah duchess, yeah. duchess yeah. yeah we've just we just finished filming that uh we're editing it now complete so. u-turn on the genre on the genre it's not horror it's um, a gangster a crime thriller gangster we're sitting there one day and i was like just we love all the classic gangster movies the the, mm. the star faces the good fellas the, the casinos and uh what about a female Scarface? so cool high expectations of course but <laughs> and, and of the three films we made together it was actually the first one we wrote it's just mm -hmm. it's been sort of a long time gestating and now we finally got to shoot it this summer which is great Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, it's uh, it's going to be something different and exciting, too, because uh, I noticed like your list of films, there's always a monster involved or something. And just uh... Not in this one. Yeah, there's no monsters, yeah. but there's definitely lots of action lots and of action. some uh, some violence. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lots of yeah. violence. That's super cool. And um, again, like speaking of monsters, too, like from like watching your other films as well, like that seems to be your wheelhouse, those effects and just these creatures and everything and i kind of want to know a little bit about like just your influence on bringing that into film was it like does it come from like the stuff you used to watch growing up and everything oh yeah i, I i've been hooked on monsters since i can remember seeing films i think one of the, some of the earliest films i remember seeing were like the bride of frankenstein and the wolfman and such like and they had a profound effect on me 
Um, and then going straight into kind of the VHS age and it was American Werewolf and the Howling and the Thing and Alien and, you know, a Predator. And it's just like they're all monster movies and they're all practical monster movies and they still stand up today. Whereas other films that are, that are even only a few years old can look dated very, very quickly. Um, and so I fell in love with the idea of practical effects wherever possible. And I've always tried to carry that through in my work and using CGI as a tool to enhance the practical creatures rather than replace them is uh is i think the best way to go i think you know it's kind of what um guillermo del toro does as well is a very lot of practical effects with cgi enhancements like blinking and things like that That that's you know makes it look very lifelike uh but you just can't beat reality and i'm sure and i know the cast appreciated the fact that we had these creatures on set with them having fights with them and you know and and doing various things so um you know, it makes a huge difference, I think. And it makes the whole process a lot more fun, I think. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you actually get to interact with a, a thing, a living thing, you know, act and react. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I couldn't even imagine, like, I'm in front of a green screen right now, but not for acting, you know, this is like oh. for more like Twitch streaming and stuff. But like, yeah. just having the physical thing there must help too. And I feel like just as a viewer too, you, you notice it, like you feel like, the, the oh, yeah. film's alive when it has all these pieces and everything and i appreciate that as well too and then like just to add like a little digital thing here and there like for example in the layer you had like these like shells over like humans almost like these creatures <laughs> but then they'd have the like a tongue come out that mine reads you where you got to put do that in cgi and everything and it, but it was just like a perfect like mix of making it feel like real and everything yeah, mm -hmm. it, it is. It's just trying to utilize the best of each department, really, um, you know, to the best effect. Mm -hmm. And are you a very hands on in making the creature as well? Or do you have like a team of people and you kind of just give them your idea? Oh, I'm sure I wish I could do the whole thing, but um, there's just not enough time in the day and I'm just not a, I'm not a good enough sculptor or, you know, and I, I don't know all the skills that I take to do this kind of thing. So I leave that to the specialists, but I definitely have my opinions on on the creatures and go and see you know the whole process from the, the initial designs through to sculpting them in clay and then the casting and all that kind of stuff and then the the painting them the uh the kind of makeup that they put on the creatures it's like yeah i definitely get get involved as much as i possibly can and certainly on set i don't think i've ever made a movie yet where at some point i haven't just been like covered in blood because i want to go <laughs> and start putting oh, yeah. blood on things and dressing <laughs> blood in uh yeah that's a key a key uh, moment for me as a director more blood yeah yeah i couldn't even imagine with the descent you were probably just all red by the end of that day and pretty much yeah i mean we, we were up to our knees in it really <laughs> yeah yeah it was funny um i actually my experience of watching that movie uh i ended up watching it blindly like uh my ex-girlfriend she put it on and i was watching the beginning and i didn't know the the twist coming but just cave diving alone for me is horrifying yeah. and then for you to add monsters in it too i just feel like that's just such a, a brilliant idea for a horror movie and i'm so happy i get to tell you that because like i watched it with like it around when it first came out and i was like yo that's perfect to tap into like many <laughs> levels of different fears and stuff like that it, it was it was the intention always like how bad can i make it and then make it worse <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so cool yeah and um yeah I, i'm so excited to uh to just see uh like duchess now too especially just to see like a different side of you like maybe that 
is more in reality too. And even uh, Charlotte, I was going down your IMDb too as well. And uh, I noticed you're also in the works of an OJ Simpson story as well, where you're yeah. playing, um, I think it's Nicole Brown is the yeah. name of his wife. And again, that's a very serious tone. And just, I just kind of want to know if like, you probably can't talk too much about it because it's not out, but just maybe as a actress uh, trying to get into that role, um, how do, how does it feel? Is it like exhausting for you or just something yeah, naturally? It was, or... it was tough because it was, I had such a responsibility, you know, portraying that, that, that character who, you know, everyone knows or everyone has their opinion on, on her. So that was very challenging. And that was one of, one of my first leading roles um but that's that's still in the works um and then obviously I would say but since I've met you Neil that's kind of when we've kind of opened our company and now I'm kind of taking on roles as a producer and a writer and not just an actress now so it's a whole whole other other world different different ball game but um it's interesting because I've done you know, comedy before this, I did comedy and then the OJ Simpson film, uh, which was very serious. And then now we're just kind of tapping into all genres, like the Lairs horror, Trying Duchess's new stuff every time is maybe. a gangster movie. The Reckoning is a thriller, thriller horror drama. Yeah. Um, yeah but then that was based on true events as well. So that I had quite a responsibility, you know, playing that role as well. So... Yeah, it's not true events, but not a not a, a real person. So it's a, it's yeah. different. It's just like we we want to keep challenging ourselves and and setting ourselves new obstacles to overcome for sure. Oh yeah, uh, creative obstacles. I think. Yeah, definitely. And is that what kind of fuels you to stay in the industry and continue going? Just being able to have the freedom to just create and uh, yeah, again, yeah. you use the word uh, challenges. And what do you find like maybe like. The most challenging thing when you're putting together a project uh well usually usually finding the money yeah. <laughs> that's the hardest part anything that you control that's 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 you know uh, i can deal with that but like when it's something that's out of your remit like uh, trying to find the look locate the money each time is, is a real ball ache and uh mm -hmm. you know but this is the most rewarding part this is the most rewarding part when you when you finished it and you you see it on the screen and you see the audience react to it and enjoy it. That yeah. really is the best part. Oh yeah, it's it's so satisfying <laughs> hearing people laugh and scream and jump and have a great time watching a movie. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I can imagine that's why you guys do it. And um I think it's cool that uh even you guys are almost in a way like covering so many roles of like what multiple people would do in a production company, but just with the two of you. And yeah. I think that's that's just really cool and special. And that must help a lot when you have an idea just to kind of bring it together. And or also like if you have somebody uh, you're with on who's on the state same page and get it, like yeah. to just yeah, jump probably. a few steps and everything. Yeah. It is. It's uh, you know, it's it's just kind of a, a, a creative um melting pot sort of just just in our house alone, you know, yeah. just uh ideas are constantly bouncing backwards and forwards and it's good it's great fun yeah so is there like a bunch that uh you may have pitched to each other that still uh are not in the works yet is this like just like an ongoing thing where you're just like always like thinking of different things and 
we've uh, got a few projects like i'd say that we really want to get off the ground that we're, we're working some them. yeah it's like uh we've got a few scripts and then we've got a few ideas that aren't even in script form yet but like just ideas knocking around so you know mm -hmm. just all it takes is just that little bit of spare time or something and a little bit of creative inspiration and, and away you go you just suddenly take off on a tangent somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome and it must feel good like just being able to bring your own ideas to life but i've also noticed you worked on other ips which were huge like such as a game of thrones for example too yeah. and i kind of want to know like your thought process when it's not your own idea you're got all these beloved characters in the palm of your hands like is there layers of pressure do you feel nervous like uh, how do you approach a situation like that uh well i certainly felt a degree of responsibility i don't think i felt nervous about it but it's certainly responsibility especially when you're sort of doing like some very important characters death scenes and things like that and you're like okay i've got to do this right um but it was but the, you know the way that you handle those kind of shows is that you kind of mostly you you park your ego at the door because it's not your baby it's somebody else's baby and then you just go in and do the best possible job for somebody else's project and i think as soon as you've got into that mindset then it's like it's easy you just you just go and direct the shit out of it and and in the case of something like game of thrones is like they were super open and responsive to my ideas as a director that you know they were very welcoming they wanted my creative input so it was like it was a pl real pleasure to do that's cool too and even um that's a show that when i watched too uh i wasn't really paying attention to how many different directors there were because there's kind of there's like such a solid cohesiveness through most of the whole thing and um yeah. was there somebody like just kind of keeping an eye to watch on and make sure like like uh it kind oh, of yeah, just yeah, get I the mean, vibe i guess or definitely. i mean uh, you know don and david who are the who are the you know the creative force behind it and and um you know the, the showrunners of the whole thing you know they they're they're like the the gods who oversee the whole thing and the producers and things like that who are a constant throughout the whole thing the directors and things come and go but they're 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 all throughout the whole thing and you know and and the dps as well um you know they see what's been done before they know they have to kind of conform to that and that's what they embrace it's like you know nobody's going to come in who's going to take the thing on some you know dramatic tangent it's never going to happen so but it, it works beautifully you know it's a good system yeah cool and even i read like you even stepped in as like an extra role as like a night's watch too as well like just I uh exist yeah I, I'm, I appear for a very brief moment as an archer on the wall yeah <laughs> that's fantastic and actually we're night watch brothers because back in the day uh when i used to wear contacts you, people used to yell at me like john snow on the street when my hair was a little poopy <laughs> to the point where i'm that. just like oh i'm gonna just wear my glasses from now on <laughs> It was, it was fun for the first two times, but then it just got back. <laughs> wow. That's good, though. I mean, if you're going to be compared to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it was flattery. <laughs> oh, very briefly. Yeah. Very briefly. Yeah, I tend yeah. not to make cameo appearances, but uh, you know, every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> and that's cool, too. It's like just such an iconic series, too. And like just to kind of like step in as an extra like that, that's that's awesome. Well, I can't act, but I can shoot a bow because I do archery. So I, I, I've, I, I've appeared twice as an archer and once in my own film, Centurion, and once on, on the wall in, in Game of Thrones. It's like, I can do that, but I can't act. That's awesome. Do you hunt too with the bow or just the target? Practice? No, no, I don't. I don't no, I don't hunt. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't live out in the wilderness here to do that. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure Charlotte would like it very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
yeah and um like i i kind of like know like how your films are received in like the north american like uh area it's like do you are you as big like as you are here in the uk or overseas as well like do does like a film like the layer get like a uh, big premiere and everything like we do over here uh we premiered in fright fest in the uk yeah yeah we had a, a world premiere at fright fest we were opening night uh film which was great um i don't know we, we i was in sitches as well with it and uh it was, you know the, that that went down brilliantly and there was lots of people wanting you know autographs and stuff like that so i guess i, I guess i have some kind of following throughout yeah. uh, Europe and things like that. Yeah. I, I suppose the one I'm maybe least aware of is the one in North America because we're going to be a little bit out of touch with that with because I haven't been to any screenings or anything. I but, know, I know. But uh, it's great to hear. I'm very glad of it. I wish I could have come to Toronto. That would have been awesome. Yeah, well, hopefully in the future, maybe uh, if uh, the Duchess plays at like a film fest or something because... Uh, yeah, 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 people, yeah, like when I mentioned uh, I was talking to you on the show too, a lot of people were very stoked too. Lots of uh, Descent fans here. I know that's just... A really huge movie over here too and again it taps into like everybody's fears of going into caves and then monsters and oh, <laughs> all yeah. that too oh but yeah just uh lastly uh i just want to know like um because we do uh like i i feel like a lot of um different creatives of all different art forms like listen to these segments and um would you have any like just advice or just like food for thought for an aspiring like filmmaker or even charlotte like an actress uh trying to step into the industry or thinking about stepping into the industry uh i mean my the the, the biggest piece of advice is probably the most obvious and that's just that you've got to be resolute you've got to be absolutely determined or you're not gonna you're not gonna you're gonna give it up if you're not like 100 determined to mm -hmm. achieve it because there's so many obstacles going to go in your way. And I've seen so many other people fall by the wayside that set out to do the same kind of journey as we have, but like it's proved difficult or, or you know, things have come along to distract them. And it's like, you have to really, really want it. And if you do, then you can achieve anything. Yeah. Have no plan B. Failure is not an option. Mm -hmm. Failure is not an option. Yeah. Like when you get... Burn your bridges. <laughs> yeah, when you back, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Absolutely. The, force, the pure force of will. <laughs> That's facts too. And uh, I, I find like some people get discouraged or fear of uh, failure as well. And I always like think uh, or say like uh, the best lesson is sometimes the biggest mistake you made because you can always just yeah. look at that from like the third person and just Absolutely. be like okay what happened and like let's fix this and let's not do that again type of thing and no absolutely you don't learn anything from success you only learn from failures and you've got to learn as you go along and, and learn to to improve so yeah i'd say that you know the mistakes or the the you know, failures or whatever along the journey are massively important and you've got to embrace them and learn from them and not mm -hmm. you know not put off by them at all Mm -hmm. yeah and i know for sure it's like a grind to do what you guys do at your level and i also want to know uh what kept you to just keep going when maybe times were tough and like just to never give up and just push through it the work there's a lot of bullshit and a lot of not great people around as well in this industry but it, but it all comes back down to the work it all comes down to just doing what you love to do and do it is and, and, and also like i have no idea what else i could possibly do <laughs> yeah. uh, work with animals maybe. yeah but uh <laughs> yeah uh, I, I think i was you know i was born to this and this is what i have to do one way or another
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just like, no you feel like it's just like an unconscious calling. Like you can imagine anything else. You're just, it, it is, it. Yeah. it is. I live, I live and breathe this stuff. You know, we both do, um, you know, what else are we going to do? <laughs> open up a dog sanctuary so i can think that's, of that's probably like the closest thing <laughs> <laughs> well that's amazing and uh once again guys uh i'm big fans of both of you and thanks for uh making the layer that was one of the most enjoyable ones i watched this week too oh, and, uh, uh, great thank you yeah no problem and uh, i hope to catch you guys around the duchess maybe like oh, uh, definitely. Yes, yes. that'd yes. be awesome yeah cool cool and uh anything else you guys want to say before we uh take off uh only that you know everybody should go check out the Laren theaters if they can because it looks amazing on the big screen uh but otherwise you know check it out because it's a really good halloween movie yeah yeah well great guys <laughs> yeah thanks again so much for your time and i uh, hope you have a great night all right thank you, thank you. Thanks once again to Neil and Charlotte for taking the time to talk with us today. I feel like I could have asked them a million questions and hopefully around the release of Duchess, we can get them on again because they're just crushing it and have such a well of amazing knowledge in the film industry. Also want to give the biggest thanks to the Toronto After Dark Film Festival for setting this one up in some other amazing episodes you guys are going to hear around the corner. It's been such a fun week, and I tried to watch every single film they had, and they did an immaculate job of selecting films from all over the world that all had their own unique vibe, and beyond that, just quality. There wasn't one I did not enjoy. So shout out to Toronto After Dark. I hope to make this a yearly thing, because this was just such an honor, a pleasure, and a great time. And lastly, before I go, I gotta thank all you legends on the Patreon. First up, the co-producer Jeremy Hopkin of Hopkin Design, the Queen, Ola Mazuka, Amanda McKnight of Top 10 Nerd, Ryan Watkins of Ryan Radio, Devin McBride, Ryan Frickin' Campbell, Mike the Goat, Ulio, Ramshi, it's hammer time, baby. Type in Ramshi in your Spotify, download some great tunes. Our pal, Jenny Potter, the legendary Saber, and last but not least, Francis Coffer, aka my mom. If you'd also like to get a shout out at the end of these episodes, and also all these episodes early, uncut, raw, uncensored, I seriously want right the second I'm done these Zoom calls. I just take it and drag and drop it on the Patreon. No edits, <laughs> all that. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash the creative imbalance. It's only $4 a month and every little bit helps. And right now you guys are helping me so much. I appreciate it. And beyond what you do for me, you're just badass motherfuckers just out there willing to support raw independent media. And that's just awesome. So everybody else, stay tuned for more great episodes around the corner, and we'll catch you real soon. Peace. Peace.